Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds podcast once again. This is episode number 216, entitled D is for Database. It was published on Thursday, the 11th of February, 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and I'll be joined in a few moments by my good friend David Wormsley so that we can have our database discussion. But just before that, a couple of bits of housekeeping. WP Builds produces quite a bit of WordPress content each week. We do a podcast on a Thursday, that's what you're listening to now, and we do This Week in WordPress, a roundup of the WordPress news. It's kind of like a newsletter mixed with a live show with some notable WordPress guests. If you want to join us for that, you can go to wpbuilds.com forward slash live or join us in the Facebook group, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook at 2 p.m. UK time. Join in the comments. It's a very lively and interesting discussion. And we do it every single week. If you do want to stay up to date with all of that content, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe and sign up on the forms. Join the Facebook group, bookmark the YouTube channel and so on. Another page is wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a searchable, filterable list of deals in the WordPress space, significant amounts off, lots and lots of plugins, and those deals never seem to go away. wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And lastly, if you would like to advertise your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. A bit like AB split tested. Do you want to set up your A-B split test in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, let's get stuck into the main portion of the podcast. David Wormsley and I are having a chat about databases. Now, before we begin, I think we should make it very clear that both David and I would kind of rather that databases didn't exist. We've spent most of our life in the WordPress space trying to pretend it's not there, trying to avoid it. But it's not possible. Without a database, your WordPress website would literally do nothing. So it's an important thing. However, there's a lot of tools out there which can help you interact with it, see what's in there and help clean it up. So the debate ranges quite broadly, actually. We cover a lot of ground, but obviously I think it's fair to say that we probably put our foot in it from time to time. If we do, let us know in the show notes. Perhaps you can find the show notes on the podcast website or in the Facebook group. I hope that you enjoy the podcast. Hello, it's the fourth in our series of chats called the A to Z of WordPress, where we attempt to cover all the major aspects of building and maintaining sites with WordPress. Today, we're going to really set pulses racing with the letter D, which stands for database. <laughs> I don't know whose pulses are going to be racing for this, but there you go. <laughs> I know. Oh, just the word sounds so incredibly dull. That, uh, certainly for me, for years of using WordPress, I just pretended the database didn't exist. It was this little cylinder thing that's the icon showers. 
that just happened to do magic in the background and they just avoided it at all costs. You know what? I think that's a really normal thing because if you if you think about WordPress, you just sort of think about the visual aspects to it. You know, you think about the UI and the theme and the content that you're putting in and the text that you're writing and the images that you're uploading. And really, if you were a cursory user of WordPress, it would be entirely understandable if you never knew there was such a thing as a database. You know, if you were to ask somebody yeah. who just is a consumer of WordPress and doesn't really have any technical insight into it, and you ask them, where's the data stored? They probably just sort of say, well, it's in WordPress, isn't it? And well, okay, what does that mean? Well, it's in it's on my website. It's in WordPress. Yeah. And I have to say, this is not an area where I feel in any way an expert. This is something that I have largely ignored. The beauty of <laughs> solutions like WordPress is the fact that it is very possible to not get too involved in the database and manage to use it quite successfully. But I know that you're you're more of a more adept than I am. But um, I don't think you would claim to be an expert either, would you? No, no way. I, I still really don't understand the basics, and I don't like to fiddle around with the database. But I have come to appreciate how useful it is to have some knowledge about it, or to even figure it the fact that it's there when you're building your sites, because it makes. Knowing something about it makes such a difference to the general health and the speed of your site that it's something that I can't ignore any longer. So, yeah. so we yeah. could talk a little bit. I mean, do you have any do you have any database horror stories? I really don't. the The only sort of um, connection that I've got with databases is when I was learning PHP right at the beginning. And again, I would stress that I never really went enormously far down that journey. But, you know, 20 years ago, I don't know what the number is, but a number of years ago, you get those PHP primer books mm. and you go through and you get the basic instructions of how to do simple commands. And then chapter two or three is, up, you know, an introduction to the database. And so that's where I went. And um and so that's really my understanding of it. But to say that I've had a, 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 a dilemma or a drama with the database, no, I really can't put my finger on anything where something has gone catastrophically wrong. Now, it may be that the database was behind certain problems and a simple backup restore has fixed that problem for me. I'm not entirely sure, but no. And I would just sort of add that maybe that is the point of systems like WordPress really is to abstract mm. the boring difficult mm. perhaps potentially uninteresting bits of creating dynamic websites with a cms like wordpress uh, is to just sort of abstract that and take the database problems away to make it so that you really don't have to have that technical understanding you can just type drag in an image click save or publish and you're done um yeah and and i would imagine i would be very very sure to say that the majority of people using wordpress have no experience using a database at all so no no horror stories gone you must have one <laughs> well a few and i didn't you know oh. unlike you i didn't read any books in the first place i mean i literally have only needed to worry about databases because of some issues and one of them was quite recent within the last year perhaps where i had a multi-site which I put out, which 
spun out different versions of a site for people who wanted to test stuff with Beaver Builder. Oh, okay, right. And it, it, it's, I was wondering what was happening on my server because it was getting full. And I was thinking, it, it just can't be. And it turned out there was 20 gigabytes in this one multi-site which had been used because it hadn't cleared itself up. So that was an instant where I suddenly had to work out how to clear up a database because it was just so big and it was getting so slow. But even going further back, I guess the first time, I felt I needed to understand a little bit was because I, uh, the only site really that got hacked was one when before I started doing this as a profession I ran this shop and it got hacked, and they clearly I, I couldn't clear up the files clearly they'd done stuff to the database because they just kept gaining access all the time, so it's really the only reason I've come to appreciate databases is because of issues. And I've got right. another one as well going on at the moment, which is I use Server Pilot to manage our servers, which are DigitalOcean. Mm -hmm. And interestingly there, I've, I've got an issue that it's the database is not up to date with what it really should be for WordPress now. And uh, their advice on <laughs> Server Pilot is to, unless you really need to, don't update. Um, oh, yeah, so it's not a one-click solution. You know, you have to run some commands to do things. So, okay, yeah so. yeah. so these things have intruded on me, really. That's kind of my stories with things. I've had to kind of get involved with the database only because an issue's come up. Yeah, we we do have a fairly um, a broad audience, and perhaps it would be apropos at this point to sort of say that when you are using WordPress, what a database is. And really, WordPress comes in, in two parts, and one is... One is the files that you upload to your server. And, you know, if you download mm. WordPress, you you are downloading the files and they're all of the, mm. you know, the PHP files and so on and JavaScript and whatever else it might be. And you upload those to your server. But that by itself would be completely useless if you tried to um, use a WordPress website where there was no connection to a database. Literally nothing would happen. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. upon installing WordPress for the first time, you are asked to to uh, create and provide access to WordPress to a database. And it's maybe that you've never done this before. And it, essentially most web hosts will create um, unlimited amounts often of, of databases for you and it's got a username and a password and a user and you supply those to WordPress and, and suddenly it can start storing things that you would like to be maintained from session to session in it. Mm. But that's kind of where where it becomes confusing because what is it? What does the database look like? I mean, I can I can see WordPress. I can see what it looks like. It's got that black bar at the side, and the buttons all look like this. And there's there's <laughs> you know I just get it. But ha having an having an insight in what a database looks like, I find that really difficult because you never really get to see it. It's, it's got no visual representation unless you use things like PHP MyAdmin, which provides a sort of how to describe it, maybe like a spreadsheet way of viewing the database. But but by mm. itself, I mean, I know people who are quite happy with the command line interacting with the database. Gosh, that terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does me. Uh, I mean, the, my only interaction, again, is through PHP, my admin. Yeah. And in fact, now I'm using cloud hosting. I, I have to install a plugin to be able to do that as well. So I installed WP PHP, my admin right. plugin, so I can interact because I don't have that through my management system. Oh, and does that then provide the, the 
the reliable UI that we're all used to. It, you know, it just looks it, like it does. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Often that's provided by the web host, isn't it? You know, you'll log mm. into your control panel or whatever you want to call it, and there'll be a button there for PHP MyAdmin, which again is slightly confusing because it's not really PHP, is it? That you're sort of administrating at that point. You're, you're administrating the database. Um, Anyway, yeah, that that's what it is. WordPress is a database to store the stuff that you put in to WordPress, whatever that be, um, and files, um, which also stores the stuff that you might put in, like images and so on. But you know, if you're typing in text and saving options and you know modifying things, that's all often getting saved into the the database, which is a difficult thing to imagine. Do you know what? I think in some ways, it seems to me that. The, the way that most plugins and themes are marketed in WordPress these days are very much on speed. Mm. And and I think if you're really taking a holistic look at speed, you can't really ignore the database then because, because of the way that WordPress works, it's querying the database all the time. Mm. So to kind of ignore the querying of the database is to ignore a key part of the speed. Now, that might not show itself necessarily on the front end. We were talking about caching um, the last time we were talking mm. and, um, you know, that could disguise it. But really, it has a great impact, the number of queries that need to be made to your database to the speed, certainly at the back end of WordPress. Yeah, this is one of the things which people talk about all the time, isn't it? About if you install a multitude of unnecessary plugins, you're going mm-hmm. to be slowing down your site. And on the face of it, it might seem, well, what, why would that matter? You know, I'm not using those plugins yeah. uh, most of the time. You know, I've got this thing over here and I'm never using that. I've got this thing over here. But um, the, the way it works is that you know, often those things are creating clutter in the database and again straying into areas that I'm not really qualified to talk about but my understanding is that the more clutter that there is in the database the more difficult it is to to get the data out that you're trying to pinpoint and and often things are being done that are unnecessary that really don't need to be done and and in this case you might be adding five or six milliseconds here and a, a quarter of a second there and so on and it all adds up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're confused still, aren't we? And somebody might be able to tell us, but certainly in my experience with the 20 plus gigabyte multi-site that I had, I mean, it really gone so slow in the back and it was there because it had in the database, the size of the database was huge, but what was being queried wasn't those things that were in the database. So we knew, you know, as soon as I cleared it up, it got so much faster. Mm. And only recently, I was telling you, wasn't I was um, doing a bit of experimenting, loading up lots of different plugins and playing around with stuff. And I used a plugin called WP Reset, which will reset your database. But it also allows you every time you install a new plugin to automatically create a new snapshot of everything that's gone before. Right. So very quickly, this very simple site I was working on went to eight gigabytes and I just felt it getting so slow and I forgot that I put the snapshots on. So I cleared them all up and just went quicker. Now, all of these snapshots, the the stuff that's in the database here is not actually being used, but mm. it was still slowing down the site. Yeah, it would be really interesting if somebody who's got a deep understanding of how databases work in specifically in that case can explain yeah. to us how, how it's possible that uh, in your case, these WP reset snapshots building up to eight gigabytes, um, 
you know, how how on earth that slows things down. I suppose the it's a bit like on a computer, isn't it? You know, if you if you've got a full hard disk, that tends to slow things down. Presumably, it's just the the computer itself has to retrieve the bits and find its way amongst the detritus to get to the bit that it needs. And if there's more detritus that is not you know that's getting in the way of what the database needs to needs to give out maybe that's what's cluttering it up but it you know on the face of it it sounded like well those wp reset 8 gigabytes shouldn't in any way get in the way because they're not being used but you know your experience is quite the opposite so i would like to know the answer to that i'm sure we could find it out with a quick google but maybe if somebody can let us know that would save us a quick google yeah. search <laughs> it would and how significant it is so i think it's hard to um i think you it's definitely worth looking into these things. I mean, something really only over the last couple of years. I get maybe when I first started getting serious about making websites, I um, I, I used to try out a lot of theme forest themes, which were very heavy and bloated, and I didn't understand speed very mm-hmm. much then. It was all about you know caching and what came out the front end. I didn't realize what was happening to my database and how many PHP functions needed to run was going to impact on it. And eventually I changed my approach. I went for more simple setups. But then I started to look at things. But I've kind of ignored that. And then as we moved into page builders, I've, then I've got back into the habit of using plugins to to measure kind of database queries. So things like query monitor, and there's another really simple one, um, usage DD, which just gives you some basic idea of how many queries are running with the, you know, the plugins that you've got in your install. And I find that really helpful as I'm starting to build sites just to see how bloated they could be getting. Are those plugins useful? Because I've not got experience of either of those ones. Have those plugins... Are they fairly intuitive from the get-go? So, for example, if if an, somebody like me was to install it with very little familiarity with how this stuff really, really works, would I get a, a decent understanding right off the bat and understand what it is that was unnecessary? Yeah, you would, definitely. I mean, yeah. Usage DD is really simple. All it does is put a little bar on the bottom of your site, even if you're in the page builder, which is quite nice, uh, where it gives you four figures and... Two of those are database related. They tell you how many database queries have been run on that page, whether it's the front end or the back end, obviously it's going to be different. And the front end obviously is the one you're going to worry about. But it also gives you the the processing time of those databases. Now they're not 100% accurate because they'll be impacted by your hosting and other things, but it gives you some indication of how things are changing. And I've known this for a long time, but I've ignored it until recently. There's, there's this general rule of thumb, which I've seen mentioned before, but it's definitely mentioned on the repository page for Usage DD, mm-hmm. where it's expected if you're running something like 150 queries on any particular page, you may have an issue with your theme or plugins. Right. And I, I find that quite fascinating because it's quite low because you, you really – you've you're going to, as soon as you put WordPress on, you're going to have 23 queries running anyway. Right, right. Um, so you've not got a, you know, a great deal of room. And I would say with with most page builders, it's very easy to go over the 150. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, that's really interesting. Just give me the names of those ones again. Um, the Query Monitor. Query that's monitor. probably the best. Oh, I have, I have used that one. I, I tell a lot. You lie. have yeah, used it, yeah. yeah. But the other one I've it, not come across. What's that one? Oh, usage DD. Okay. It's just like a it's like a cut down version of it. Really, right. it just gives you the basic 
um, kind of speed four speed parameters really yeah. gives you a sort of load. Yeah. But the, the just looking at the database queries is really interesting. Yeah, it's um, it's the sort of thing that I used to have religiously on my desktop. I would constantly be you know wanting to know what my computer was doing at any one moment in time in a sort of vain <laughs> attempt to try and uninstall things that that were slowing it down the principle's the same just sort of get an idea yeah. of what's being used and and so have you made any decisions based upon the data that that's given back to you about what you thought was i don't know let's say slowing it down in a way that justified uninstalling stuff or you thought well that's there's a problem there that plugin might have been poorly written so I'll uninstall it and find an alternative Anything like that? Yeah, well, it's helped me to audition some things. I mean, mm. certainly that and and a little bit of looking in. I just, that's sometimes when I do look into tables to see how many extra tables have been created by a plugin. And also, whether that plugin clears it up its mess when it's deactivated, that's also a key thing. But yeah. I, I tell you what, it's got more confusing for me recently. In fact, again, it was only last week or a few days ago i think um that i contacted short pixel because i spotted with using these that with short pixel on it was adding something like 70 on my site 70 plus back-end queries wow. and 50 on the front end wow. for short pixel which just optimizes images for me i thought what the heck so i sent them a, a message saying you know this worries me a little bit but i will say also that I couldn't notice it in speed and they've actually written a little article on it saying that actually you only you only get those if you've got the role that allows you to mess around with short pixels so anybody else doesn't have that generated so as is if I was in say as an an editor or just a writer an author um, I wouldn't see those but also that they were very quick so what I've realized of course over the years is that queries there are a lot more being made anyway in WordPress, but they're not all equal. You know, right. some of them are very efficient. Well, so short pixel didn't slow things down at all, really, as far as I could see. Okay, that's a good point to notice as well. They're not all equal. The fact that some yeah. are, you know, devilishly hard to achieve and some might <laughs> literally be just pulling some specific thing which is really quick to achieve. Yeah, that's a good mm. point. Should we should we dwell on the um the cleaning up thing that you mentioned earlier because I think this is probably something that's really important in this discussion. The idea that if you install something and then at some later point you decide to remove or deactivate and then delete a particular plugin, the idea that it it cleans itself up again. So Again, just for those people who are not mm. that sure, when you install a plugin, it will set up some, well, some aspect of the database. And you were saying to me before we started the call, increasingly it's setting up its own sort of custom tables, but often it might be putting things in metadata of of, of things that are already in WordPress, let's just say it like that. Mm. Um and the hope would be that if you've decided upon um, not needing a particular plugin anymore, that it would go in and search for the things that it it, it created and, and remove them, expunge them from the database. But that's mm. that's not what you found or what is always the case, is it? No, it's not. And we were just talking before. We think that it would be nice if there was an extra option in WordPress, but probably not achievable. But yeah, uh, with a lot of the plugins, I think, and uh, there are other people out there I know who share the same beef with it. If there's a plugin that puts something in the database and doesn't clear itself up, it does annoy. Um, and a lot of them, I think, do clean themselves up. Typically, 
things will stay in place if you've deactivated the plugin. But when you delete the plugin, it will then remove all these instances from the database. And some of them, um, something like WordFence, it is a setting which isn't on by default, but you can turn it on so when you deactivate, it will clear out all of its database. And I think that should always be there, but it's it's not with them all. And, you know, there's, there's, there's no rules of what goes on the repository when it comes down to that kind of thing. So you, you would have to check for yourself. Yeah, it does seem like a sensible default. And again, you know, I, I suppose we're talking about the heritage of WordPress here, aren't we? When designing WordPress go back 15 years, there was probably no understanding at that point that that people would be installing dozens and dozens mm. of plugins. It was just a simple blogging platform, just to reiterate what everybody says about the initial, the, you know, the origins of WordPress. And there was probably very little need for this kind of stuff. But I think that would be a, an interesting option to explore. Perhaps, again, somebody could illustrate to us why that's just stupidity. But having the option to deactivate, then delete the plugin, but maintain the the database would be a nice option, but also the option, like you've just mentioned with WordFence, to to delete everything. Um, And because there are no rules, my guess is that plugin authors or theme authors or whatever it might be would need to um, would need to go the extra mile to create Mm. the code to go and successfully remove itself. And, And if that's not a requirement, perhaps that's perhaps that's a step too far for some of these uh, authors. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, most people ignore their database. They don't worry about it, and mm. it doesn't help you to sell your product, does it? <laughs> so, you know, you, you're not, you've got to be a really good person, haven't you, to think about these things. Um, but again, and maybe there aren't any rules that can ever apply to this, because say with it's one of my gripes when plugins don't clear up after themselves, but usually it's the type of plugin that won't be part of my mainstay. It'll be something that I'll try out or something and I'll want to swap it with another version of uh, the plugin that does the same thing. I probably will let off page builders <laughs> for right. not clearing up after right. themselves. Right. So how do you, you know, how do you discover that a plugin has left traces of itself so most people's experience is that you you know you click deactivate and click delete and you wait for a few yeah. seconds and it's gone do you habitually go through like a testing site just to see what's what the residue is after you've you've done this with a, a plugin that you've tried out and therefore make the decision well i shan't use that just for that reason alone yeah well i've kind of picked up these things along the way you know you hear people say about this and then you go and check and you realize that your database has got bloated and then Mm. I've taken a look but I've started to make it a bit more of a routine that when I introduce a new plugin I will use this uh, WP reset they're getting a lot of advertising aren't they (laughs) Um, uh, because what it will do is uh, with the pro version anyway it will give you a comparison it will tell you what new tables have been added and taken away so you do get to compare so if I'm trying out some new themes and plugins, I'll get to find out through that. Yeah. So, no, I don't do any of these things as routine. I've just kind of realized that certain plugins will leave stuff just when I've been looking in the database. So it's kind of random, but I've started to be a little bit more strict now. So I audition plugins and I would use something like WP Reset to um, 
check and reset because the nice thing about the pro version of that one is it will give you what has changed in your database from one version to the next. So I can see if something, uh, what has changed in the database. But that's only a, a very recent thing that I started to look at that. And that's probably more because more recently, I did, you know, there's more products I just kind of want to try out mm. because, you know, I do some content. So it's not what your average user is going to do, but, you know. Yeah, it does seem like the sort of thing that would be would be a good sales pitch on a website. Mm. I mean, maybe not to the majority of users because they really wouldn't be that interested. But for a, a proportion of users, especially people like yourself who are interested in this, it, it'd be a nice little bullet point in their sales pitch just to say, we in we uninstall our or you know we drop our tables yeah. or whatever it might be um upon deactivation you know we clean ourselves up we're good custodians of your database because that is a thing and uh, it yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't be something that would really draw me in but it would you so it might be the some the sort of difference between making a sale and not making a sale yeah well i feel a lot of the marketing that goes on with speed at the moment tends to be a little bit misleading you know they'll t- tend to focus on um, sp- scores really speed mm. scores and stuff like that where a lot of what's really going to improve um, the performance is going to be you know those kind of things clearing up your database the number of queries it does but I guess the people who want to focus on speed probably <laughs> are the ones who don't want to focus on that stuff because often they're selling something which is all very whiz bang does everything for you and they tend to be the things that you know will run quite a lot of queries so mm. it's not in their interest but uh yeah i do think but i mean you know the the long-standing wordpress professionals the people who have been making plugins for free for the community for years tend to do these things as good practice don't they yeah you were you were mentioning earlier that um that wordpress has sort of 23 queries that it runs to start with and um obviously they're they're kind of, you know, out of the box. There's nothing much you can do about that. And date, those are the tables that you get when you install WordPress. And you also mentioned, or maybe it was me that mentioned, that there seems to be a bit of a move recently toward storing data in tables specific to that plugin. Have you yeah. have you noticed that? Is that something that you've noticed? And, and does that make life mm. easier? Are you able to track down those things to, to uninstall after the fact a lot more easily? Yeah, so much easier, isn't yeah, it? If you yeah. know that this is a table related to that plugin, you can just delete it and be gone. If you happen to delve into your options table where almost everything goes in <laughs> in WordPress, it becomes a much much trickier thing to do. I mean, it was very easy for me to use a plugin called Advanced Database Cleaner, which is I, I could use the free version on the repository to clean up my multi-stores because they each of the individual sites had its own prefix. Right to right. its database so i could just find them and just i'm, I'm going to delete from here to here and get rid of it so it's easy so i you know i avoid a lot of this but yeah it's so much easier if things are kept separately i'm um, not i'm not 100 percent sure if that's the one of the primary reasons why this has been done i imagine it's been done for ease of accessing the data and you know uh, and so on but yeah. it'd be interesting to know if if there is that as part of the reason why people do it more and more because you can just find the plug-in x database table and then just remove it safe in the knowledge that that is isolated from from anything else and you're not accidentally going to delete something because i think that's the fear that i've got with all of this stuff and you mentioned wp reset a little while ago those kind of things they do concern me a little bit because i'm trusting 
well, I don't know if in your case you you take the information that comes out of WP Reset and then you click a button within the plugin to clean things up, or if then you go manually and hunt for the things that it's suggested and remove them yourself. But I just fear accidentally because I'm so novice with all this sort of stuff. I fear accidentally clicking a button and removing something that I oughtn't to have removed and then I'm stuck because I can't figure out the way back. Yeah, but you've got backups, haven't you? And I that's think that's true. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that that's how I've managed to go at things because I don't know what I'm doing half the time. I should clarify something actually. I said about the default 23 queries mm. with WordPress that is assuming at the moment that you've installed the default 2021 theme right, which right. must be some of those queries as well so probably if you weren't running a theme <laughs> it might be lower I oh, okay know. yeah that is interesting though i do like the idea of of having a, a plugin that sort of takes care of that for me but again just at the moment it just it just concerns me that i'd delete something that i then you know essentially i'm trying to save myself a bunch of time the yeah yes i could restore from a backup but i lose quarter of an hour half an hour whatever it might be and most of the time i i just can't i can't cope with that <laughs> i just don't want to lose a quarter of an hour or half an hour and so i i firmly just carry on regardless with a polluted database which is a bit stupid the, you know that i don't understand what's going on actually with a lot of the plugins i mean i couldn't there was a big update to the yoast seo plugin hmm. uh, version 14 where you had to they changed the whole layout of their tables I remember that, as yeah. well yeah but it wasn't it wasn't you know, in the way that I'm kind of, it seems to be something where they've got their own tables now. But this was much more complex about interacting with the REST API and, and endpoints. And at that point, when I'm reading the article, I've just completely blanked out. You know, right. yeah. my eyes have defocused and I look for words I understand like at and the. <laughs> <laughs> and pretend I've read it. <laughs> there are. I think a lot of. Yeah, that stuff's going on. I think it's going on in WooCommerce because you'll notice now with an update, which is a bit of a pain, to be honest. If you update like we do with something like MainWP, you think you've updated, but you haven't because it's a WooCommerce database to update almost with every new major release. Yeah, I've had that with a few plugins recently. Um, I won't bore you, but one of them is a is a podcasting plugin, and they've obviously mm. done something similar, and, and it required a a simple update and i remember doing doing a, a similar thing the other day as well and i can't remember what plugin that was but it said it needed to update something in the database so in that situation i would i just happily clicked yes because i was in the site anyway but i don't I have no idea how long that nag was there because i was updating it via main yeah. wp and i logged in i can't remember even why i logged in but i logged in and there was this nag saying you need to update the database yeah. and i did it and it literally took the length of time it took me to blink to update the database so i have no idea what it did um and the nag went away and i thought okay is it still working right move on and again it's just another example of <laughs> my ignorance of these things i don't even know what it was doing just trusted it to do it and yeah but you're right i would have missed a lot of those things um had i just been using uh, main wp yeah. to update every time you've put a list in our show notes of a ton of tools now i don't know if you've got yeah. experience with all of these but you've got Oh, I don't know. There must be a dozen tools in there that you uh, that you've come across to manage databases with. Do you wanna? Would it be worthwhile yeah. going through some of those, maybe? Yeah. Well, I've mentioned one of them, which hmm. is WP 
PHP my admin, which if you don't have access to that through your hosting, you can get. And I've used that a few times. I think it's nice. a little bit risky with uh, security using that. But okay. Uh, okay. And I'm, I mentioned advanced database cleaner, which is really good for. Uh, I think that I've not used the pro version, but I've managed to get away with that. That's really good if you need to delete certain things. There are some plugins, and I'll give you an example in Malcare, where they do. Uh, so Malcare's got a free repository version for doing security scans. Hmm. Really good deal. Hmm. Uh, I think it's really excellent. But if you go up to their pro version, uh, which I have done, and you want to revert back for free, you have to go and find their tables to delete the information they've kept because you can't revert back. And the, the kind of things like that. And I've been able to do that with things like Advanced Database Cleaner. Um, that allows me to get around and find stuff easily. Um, so... Yeah, but for me, I don't know if you use this at all because you're main WP user, yeah. the maintenance extension. No, I don't. And so I'm, I, ah. I saw that and I know it exists, but I, I either don't have it installed on my uh, install of main WP or I simply ignore it. I want to know, what does it do? <laughs> well, I trust that it does what I think it does, really. Um, it run, <laughs> I mean, you set it to to do a cleanup, an optimization every whatever time you set it. I set it for once a month, mm. and it's supposed to go and optimize your tables. But I don't exactly know what that means. But it does clear up, and you can set this to however you want. So you can clear it to get rid of your deleted uh, spam comments or your revisions or all of those things that could... Um, you know, slow down your site. So I like that. It just clears stuff up once a month. Ah, but also, okay. So it's it's cleaning up fairly benign stuff for you, you know, stuff yeah. which is clearly a spam, you know, a comment which is still left in spam is, is an easy win, isn't it, I suppose, and things like that, which yeah. are just data which you categorically don't need. That, that yeah. seems like an easy win. No, I must do that if that's the case. Does it do anything which gives you palpitations does it attempt to do things which might concern you um no just that i mean i've only had to think about the what clients might be doing because if it's going to get rid of revisions i don't know if they might be working on stuff so i've I've set that you know not say it keeps i don't i can't remember what i've set that on actually to be honest but uh anyway there's been no issues but similarly i've also started using wp rocket which does the same thing you can set that as well to do a, a similar cleanup so we i've actually got twice a month i've got wp rocket doing one of them and i've got main wp doing another one. Oh, interesting but, that and obviously mm-hmm. wp rocket is all about speed so mm. you know you've got to assume that the cleaning of those uh, unnecessary things is in some way impacting the speed otherwise i don't suppose they'd be getting involved in it do you know there is one one other thing we mentioned this before we were talking about with gdpr i think it's a really good thing for us because a lot yeah. of the plugins that would leave stuff like gravity forms in my case now they've got settings where you can automatically clean up uh, all all the things that have been sent into you that go into the database and it's true i think of um, many of the others as well i think uh, ninja forms and i did spot as well at uh, fluent forms which you've started using yeah. has also added this as well so yeah you can kind of clean up your database a bit there with those plugins yeah the i think that's a really important thing going forwards because obviously privacy has become a concern in the last well let's say four or five years in a way that it never was and increasingly you know everybody's sending data across the internet all the time and 
there must be on many, many sites completely unnecessary data, personal data that you're holding about other people unless you remove it. And so the cleaning of that database or those database um, entries, it might not just be fun to do or, or worthwhile doing. It might be totally legal, uh, a legal requirement to do it. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I think it's helpful. I and mean, there's lots more plugins that need to do that. That wouldn't have done before. They would have just kept storing the data endlessly. Mm. So perhaps, you know, other uh, appointments uh, type plugins, those yeah. kind of things, bookings, yeah. you can get them all to clear up now. So I think it's a, I think it's GDPR has been really good for clearing up databases in the WordPress, I think, because now there's more options. Um, the rest of the things you mentioned um, that I put on this list here are pretty much all doing the same thing. They're mm. all various things on the repository, WP Optimize, WP Sweep. Um, they are both plugins which pretty much do the same thing as my maintenance extension does. Right. They, they allow you to just clean up kind of transients and uh, revisions and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and yeah. I should probably say I will I will just copy and paste all of those links into the show notes <laughs> so that'll be all ready for you. We... Um, you don't have we're not making any claims for what they do or necessarily saying which are favorites but i'll just put them all in and you can go and explore them there's an awful lot on the um on the repository isn't there there's loads you've got four or five there that's great yeah and i've tried them all um uh -huh. over the time and i can't tell them apart really so okay. in fact, yeah in fact lester gamers chan who's his name from when i first started using wordpress i used his wp database manager and he, he also does wp sweep as well so okay. i'm not quite sure the difference between those two but right. yeah okay mm. well they're both there and we'll uh, we'll mention them both what have we missed what have we missed well the other tool which is a bit different or there are another set of tools for managing your database which are things like a better search and replace or better search and replace that's around as well um which allow you to well as it says search and replace certain items in your database have you used this no and i'm I've, 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 I've definitely heard of it but i'm struggling at this exact moment in time to think of a use case for it what exactly are you trying to achieve by searching and replacing things in the database isn't isn't that just ah. isn't that just changing one thing for another yeah, well, it, I, it used to be part of my method for going live on a site. So I'd have ah. it on a dev site and then okay. I'd want to. Right. So I transfer it over and then I'd use better search and replace to just change the database to the new domain name. Yeah. Um, but um, that's mostly how I used it. It started to fail on me that. So these days I tend to use something else um, uh, to just move the whole thing in one go. But okay. uh, yeah, there are those tools there as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I confess I don't use those. I mean, whenever I'm moving a site, I just log into, you know, PHP my admin and just find that particular um, entry and strip out the dev or whatever it might be that's required. So, yeah, that's the way I do it as well. That's, um, yeah, there's a lot of links. Definitely go and check the show <laughs> notes because David's compiled a fairly comp uh, fairly impressive list that he's tried over the years um, and just sort of shows the difference between us because I've not really played with any of those whatsoever seemingly entirely happy to let my uh, databases swell over the years uh, but <laughs> to be fair to me <laughs> the the sites that I've been building they are largely static the only the only changes that have in any way likely are um, either maybe stray comments like you said spam that somehow got in there 
um, mm. or, or I don't know, just little updates that have come through, uh, things being updated, what have you. But in most cases, the sites are the sites are static, and once launched, they don't really change over time. So I I, I don't really see the database growing. I often look at the the stats of what the disk usage is. Um, and in most cases, it's not really not really changing much over time. So I'm sort of fairly sanguine about that. Yeah, I think, you know, the database now it's only that I'm looking at what fills it up quickly because I do notice that speed difference. There is one other thing we didn't mention here huh. because you've got two options, haven't you, for WordPress. You can either go the MySQL way oh, or yes. you can go with Maria database. Yes, I've always selected MySQL. My understanding is that there are uh, there are benefits to using MariaDB, but I've never, never Speed. really used that. Well, yeah, um, and largely my impediment to doing it is because it's just what I'm used to. I'm used to installing MySQL and I'm familiar with it, and so I haven't really changed. But um, so you say speed. Have you got experience mm. with trying it and and getting benefits <laughs> from it? No. Uh, well, I, I have tried it. Um, and in fact, with some hosts, it's easy to swap. I think Cloudways allows you one clicks to swap over from one to the other. And nice. I have definitely transferred from one to the other mm -hmm. through different hosting without any problem. So that's quite a nice thing. Only a small little issue, which may have just been nothing to do with changing the databases uh, I experienced. So you can go from one to the other, but apparently Maria database benefits on the speed. It comes later and it's more performant, but I think MySQL is the kind of safer better. It's been around a, a longer time, hasn't it? It's got more people behind it. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see over time, which one, which one takes, takes the lead. Is MariaDB sort of a fork of MySQL? Mm. Do you know? I, I, Hmm. I'm going to go into making up stuff now, but as I understand it, as I remember, um, the people who set up MariaDB were the people who started off MySQL. Okay, okay. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's, they just branched off and did this, or it's some of the people who started that. Yeah. That's my understanding. Okay, yeah. yet again, a, a clarion call for anybody uh, who's listening to this <laughs> who would like to tell us what we should have known before we started recording. <laughs> This podcast would be it'd be most welcome. I'd be interested to know what what the reason for that is. I'm sure there is a reason. I don't suppose you'd fork an open source project unless there was actually a purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there we go. Are, are we, have we covered it? Have you said everything you so. wanted to say? Yeah, I think so. That was one, a oh, that was a lot. There was one one other thing I'll Ooh. just throw in there quickly because I've experienced this, and I've you can host your database somewhere else independently oh, yeah. and i've always wondered about this because like we were with a host who did that and i i'd love to really it's just a question out there for anybody who could tell me the, the benefits i saw the negative side of it because what i found is that i would use the the kind of tools i would to check whether a site was running live and it would say it is but in fact with caching it was an illusion. The database server had gone down and I didn't know that people couldn't contact us. So I've only seen the negative of separating the the hosting of the database and the files. But, right, uh, right. I'd love yeah, to know. The only time I've ever really played with that, but I know that a lot of people do because of speed benefits and you know dedicated infrastructure for databases mm -hmm. as opposed to files. The only time I've ever done that is when I'm moving a site and I keep the database somewhere or move the database first and then you know make sure that it's all connected then move the files and make sure that it's that's all connected and so on but i haven't really any benefit but i know for thing you know things like amazon and what have you you can have 
you can have a, a a different location but i'm just on sort of more traditional normal host hosting where the uh, host takes control of all of it and you know not setting things up separately i think you've answered my question i think yeah in circumstances perhaps with really uh, heavy use woocommerce or something there yep. might be a real benefit yep. to giving yep. yourself some yeah yeah that's a Got guess it. i don't know but uh, again there you go <laughs> for the 50th time in this podcast let us know <laughs> what we already should have known so there we go i think we've done it databases yeah. are done we've got e Yay. in a couple of weeks do we do we know what e is let's whet the appetites of everybody. it's for <laughs> ecstasy you were suggesting yes <laughs> yes yes e is for ecstasy uh, yeah. no it's for e-commerce Ah, yes. Again, again, another subject of which I am completely unfamiliar. So uh, join us in two weeks' time when David will talk about <laughs> e-commerce and I'll just tag along for the ride. Now, that was a good debate. Thank you. Uh, not a debate. That was a good discussion. I enjoyed that. Thanks, David. I did. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Always very nice chatting to David about these things. And I'm sure you can agree this week we really did excel ourselves with our ignorance. It's a subject for which we really hold our hands up and say we don't know an awful lot about. But it's nice to discuss it. We air the things that we've used to to make it slightly easier to interact with the database. If you've got any thoughts on it, please head over to wpbuilds.com, find episode number 216 and post a comment there or head over to the Facebook group, which is wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook. And you could put a comment in there. Let us know what you think. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay. We will be back next week for another podcast episode. This time it will be an interview. On Monday, we have the live wpbuilds.com forward slash live. It's called This Week in WordPress. Join us. You might enjoy it. But if we don't see you between now and then, I hope you stay safe and have a good week. I'm going to fade in some very cheesy dance music. And I'm going to say bye-bye for now.